David Graham is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth with a Mission Montana. He is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, which is a short, biblically-based, and encouraging devotional influenced by David's lifetime of personal moments. These moments are shared with a heart to encourage and inspire you to see Him, our Heavenly Father, at work in your own moments. I know this is David's heart in sharing because he has spent my lifetime speaking hope and encouragement into my own heart. If you would, take a few minutes and listen today. I am really proud of the things that he has done throughout his life, but what I am most proud of and grateful for is for the kind of dad, daddy, he has been to me. It was in the fall of 1989, and these moments took place in Butte, Montana. It was one year after our daughter Kimberly won the title of Montana Junior Miss for 1988. She had been flown back to Butte from Troy State University in Alabama to serve as guest of honor at the 1989 Montana Junior Miss competition. Kimberly would be taking an active role in the program. She would be coaching and encouraging the contestants, singing two special songs, giving a final farewell speech, and presenting the traditional bouquet of roses to the lucky winner late Saturday night. And this was Saturday morning. Kathy and I were in the city's largest auditorium as observers for the final dress rehearsal. Kathy was visiting with someone on our left, and I was watching what was happening on stage. While a host of teenage girls were in a frenzy over their assignments, I couldn't help but notice Kimmy engaged in what appeared to be a serious conversation with the program director and orchestra leader. After a few minutes, Kimmy turned and looked our way. When her eyes caught mine, she made a beeline for the steps at my far right, crossed in front of the stage, and headed straight for me. When she reached me, and we stood face to face, I could see her eyes were a little watery. Daddy, she said, with a little tremble in her voice, I need your, your counsel. Dear friend, I'll get back to that story in a minute. But first let me lay some groundwork. Remember in our last episode, me telling you about the afternoon that I ran, charged up the country road past the cemetery, with my arms in the air, shouting out my declaration? Well, later that night, when I was lying in bed, I pondered the lessons of my unusual day. The messages of the morning and the afternoon's running, charging, shouting moments were now merging with a teaching I had heard some time before, a teaching on the spirit, soul, and body of man. I think this could be helpful for you. It is the spirit, soul, and body which essentially define man as a triune being. Though most theologians agree on what a body is, there has long been varying interpretations concerning the definition and the function of the spirit and the soul. Now, I don't feel qualified to take an absolute position on the issue. However, the following view has worked for me. In this view, the spirit of man is the governmental center of man, that part of us that makes choices and decisions 
in this view, the soul is the center of our emotions. That part of us that registers feelings. Feelings like love, hate, peace, or fear. The Spirit's responsibility is to direct our soul, to take leadership over our emotions. The Spirit could be called the parent within us. The soul could be called the child within us. The Spirit in us has final authority over the soul, but only if our spirit is under the government of, listening to and obeying the direction of, God's Spirit. Believe it or not, our soul, like a child, actually wants to be under the leadership of the parent spirit, but only if the parent spirit makes good decisions. Again, only if our spirit is living under the authority of God's Spirit. And if the soul isn't being directed by the Spirit, well, look out body. Why? Because the body is under the authority, under the control of the soul. Good proof of that is how our body reacts when the soul registers sudden fear. How does the body react? The body will immediately release a physical chemical, adrenaline. Over time, too many chemicals begin damaging the body. I've read that about 80% of all physical sicknesses can be tied to unhealthy emotions, unhealthy or troubled souls. Our spirit and our soul. I would guess the majority of humans don't recognize the dual dynamic that exists inside. Two different parts in us, each serving a very distinctive role. You are not one sometimes confused and conflicted person. In effect, there are two of you in that body. And it's totally natural to only hear the strong voice of the soul inside. My message today, dear friend, it's time for our spirit to do some talking back. To start directing the show. We need to do a little soul talk. Like when I said, well, when my spirit said, come on, David, you're the father's son. Soul talk. The psalmist did this on several occasions, and here's one of those times. Listen to King David's soul talk in Psalm 43, verse 5. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him. David's spirit will praise. Here's a man's spirit submitted to God's spirit giving some really sound leadership to an emotionally upset soul. And my bet is, his body's blood pressure went back down. It was soul talk, spirit directing the soul, calming the emotions, transforming the character. We need to be directing our souls. It's time to gain control. Now, keeping all that in mind, Back to that Saturday morning in the auditorium when Kimberly asked me for counsel. Sure, honey. What is it? I asked. What's troubling you? Daddy, do you remember me telling you and Mom about Wendy, the 1986 Montana Junior Miss, 
who died of cancer three months ago? Yes, Kimmy. It was a very sad story. Well, tonight they're going to do a special memorial presentation in her honor. At a certain point in the evening, her entire family will be escorted down to the front of the row to sit next to you and Mom. After the two MCs give a tribute to her life, they want all the girls dressed in their formals on the stage in a big semicircle. The orchestra will start to play, and then they want me to go to center stage, take the microphone, and sing the song, Friends Are Friends Forever, in dedication to Wendy. Daddy, I don't think I can make it through the song. And then I understood the watery eyes. It was a sad song to listen to, let alone sing in front of a grieving family and a thousand unsuspecting sympathizers. I looked deep into my little girl's eyes and held both of her hands. I paused briefly and said, Kimmy, this is a very powerful song. And all of those who will be here tonight, God wants every one of them to hear the words. So here's what you do. Sing the song seriously. Don't sing the song emotionally. Okay? What I was trying to do was give Kimmy some quick and practical counsel on spirit over soul management. She looked at me, broke into a smile, hugged me hard around the neck and said, Thank you, Daddy, and trotted back up on stage. I turned away, a little misty-eyed, fighting to hold back my emotions. My soul was concerned. The evening came, and everyone was dressed in their finest. At the designated moment, Wendy's whole family was escorted down the aisle. Kathy greeted and hugged a tearful mother. I shook hands with a tearful dad. We all were seated, and the memorial began. One of the MCs was a local businesswoman, refined and sincere. She was a former winner Olympic athlete and an outspoken Christian. She held herself together extremely well during the memorial. Her counterpart, a local DJ, he didn't do so well. Several times during the presentation, he seemed quite choked up. It was hard not to get choked up. This Wendy had been a special young woman, and she left at such a young age. Finally, the orchestra began to play. All the girls held hands in the semicircle, and Kimmy stepped forward. Kathy and I held hands too, but for different reasons. I also held my breath as Kimmy began to sing. I could hardly believe what I heard. Since the time Kimmy was a little girl, she loved to sing. I had heard her sing countless times, but never in my life had I heard her sing like this. She was powerful. She was absolutely anointed with such clarity and tone that her song suddenly pushed me back in my seat. I was blown away. I knew there wouldn't be a dry eye in the place. Of course, Kathy was prepared in advance. She had a pile of Kleenex already on her lap. I didn't need a Kleenex. I had a perfectly good sleeve on my sport coat. 
With a quick glance back, I could see flashes of Kleenex everywhere throughout the darkened auditorium. And the same thing was happening on stage. The male MC was wiping back tears. The girls, who were supposed to hold hands and back Kimmy up on the chorus, were dropping their hands, wiping their eyes, swaying out of time into each other instead of with each other. When she finished the song, the entire audience instantly bolted to their feet and applauded for more than a minute. When the clapping stopped, someone in the back of the auditorium shouted, Sing it again! And she did! The orchestra started up and she sang the whole song again. And once more, Kleenex everywhere. There was only one person that night without a tear in her eyes. The one who sang the song. Not once, but twice. The one who sang the song from her spirit, not from her soul. Dear friend, I want to urge you again to connect and stay connected with your heavenly counselor. Place your triune being into the Creator's wonderful chain of command and keep your mindset on what the Holy Spirit desires. Let Him direct you. Sing your life song from your spirit and hear your soul applaud. You can do this. Dear Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to empower this one's spirit today. By the power of the Holy Spirit, empower this one to direct their soul and to gain control. Thank you. Thank you. Let it be. You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.